Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future Technologies, poised to transform our lives for better or worse, are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Good afternoon. This is Tracy Murda with the Future Tech Podcast. Today, I'm very excited to have the founder and CEO, Ed Donner of Untapped. Ed, welcome so much for joining us today. Thank you, Tracy. I'm excited to be on the show. And Ed, where are you based right now? Where are you actually calling in from? I'm in the center of New York, uh, near Times Square in NYC. Aha, lovely New York. Yeah, you might hear some uh, fire trucks and sirens (laughs) going past. There's a lot of background noise around here. Pretty par for the course. (laughs) No (laughs) problem. Well, I am excited more about what you all are doing at Untapped. Um, So why don't we start out a little bit, actually, Ed, first about your background, how Untapped began. Yeah, sure. So I'm a software engineer. I guess I'm, I'm sort of tech type. Uh, my career has been coding, writing, writing software. Started at a, a couple of companies, a startup, but then spent most of my career at J.P. Morgan, the bank, where I started out as a coder, became a manager, and then most recently I was running a division of about 300 software developers. And this is a total cliche, but the thing that would make or break my year every single year was whether I could hire the right people. And managing talent is, is just the number one priority for someone in that position. And everyone knows hiring is super difficult. Hiring tech people is it's just acutely painful because the demand is so high, because there's so much ambiguity about roles. Companies like Google get 2 million applications every year. Uh, And what's kind of surprising is that if you talk to candidates, they also find it super frustrating as well. Your typical software engineers get called several times a day, every day, to try and and pitch them different roles, and and often they're not interested in those roles. So there's there's tons of frustration and confusion in in the, the hiring space. And at the time, I was working with some branches of AI, and deep learning was just starting to be a thing. It was back in the end of 2013. And I guess I had this aha moment when I felt this is just the perfect application of of deep learning and AI technology to solve a real business problem. Uh, In just a recent podcast on on your show, you had uh, Dr. Lisa Amini from IBM Watson talking about the way that deep learning has come in to solve real industry problems like healthcare. This is another example. Can you bring deep learning algorithms to come in and solve a problem like hiring and retaining talent. And so with that kind of, uh, that moment, that eureka moment, I decided to quit JP Morgan and I started Untapped. Wow, that is a, a leap of faith, absolutely. So tell me about, uh, discuss a little bit of the problem anyone I think has in hiring for any industry, obviously. I mean, your people are what make your company. Um, but with Untapped, what is the ultimate goal? Yeah, so I, I'd start by saying that there is this horrific stat this famous Gallup poll that says that across the world, 13% of people are happy and engaged with what they do in their jobs. Just 13%. And that seems like a pretty dismal state of affairs. And about 70% of people are outright looking for new work. Uh, So, uh, yeah, there's there's something clearly broken there. The ultimate goal of, of Untapped of our models, if we're able to understand exactly what it takes to put the right person in the right seat across the world, will be to turn that on its head. 
and have it be, you know, in the 90s or 100% of people saying they're inspired, engaged at work, they're doing what they want to do every day. So that's the dream. What is it about the fintech world, do you think, that makes it so hard? I mean, there's obviously a huge pool of talent. There's obviously a huge need for many businesses. What is it that's making that, you know, bridge so difficult for folks to find each other? So so it's a, it's a good question. We started in fintech. We've actually now grown to cover uh, all sectors. But, but fintech, the problem's particularly acute because there's such a need for, for good technology in fintech. But... It's often the case that, that uh, engineers aren't immediately attracted to the fintech space, uh, particularly if you define fintech to include financial services. When we were trying to attract millennials to come and work at some of the, in, in the big banking jobs, they knew what it was like to go and build a career at Google and Facebook and Amazon. They didn't know what it was like to build a career at JP Morgan, and they didn't understand that interesting problems are being solved there. And so... One of the, the, uh, the opportunities we saw was, was finding ways to better match people with a job that will resonate with them and better tell the story of why a particular role uh, really makes sense for them. So fintech is one area where that's particularly problematic, and so it was an area that made total sense for us to, to go to as our first vertical. It's also the area where, where I have the greatest network, and when you're starting a business, people often say you should, you should start small and dream big. And, and so I planned to sort of start where, where I really was well-connected and, and, and knew people, sign up the first few clients there, and then start to spread. So about 70% of our clients right now are, are, are fintech, but, but it's, it's growing uh, very rapidly outside. So who exactly is finding you or vice versa? Who are these? So we actually have two different products. There's two ways that we use our models. Um, and I should probably start by explaining what, what the model actually is. And then and yeah, I'll come on to, to who uses it. So, so the, the model itself is something which is able to look at a candidate's resume, someone's, someone's sort of story, their career story, and it's able to look at a job description, and it looks at the natural language on those two documents, and it's able to decide whether or not there's a good fit, whether it's worth a conversation for these two people to talk and see whether, whether they, should, they should interview and so on. And so that's the kind of model at its core. And the way we're using it is in two different products. And the first one is a website, which you can use for hiring tech people. We started by being focused on tech. And that, that website is at untap.com. And, and it's where software developers can go and can sign up and become members. And we have about 40,000 of them today using the platform actively. And companies can go there to, to put on their roles, describe their, their job openings. They can record videos. They can really explain what they do in detail. And behind the scenes, it's our AI that's doing the matching. It's figuring out for all of this volume of candidates and jobs, who are the right people to be put in front of the right manager, who are the right jobs to put in front of the right candidates. And it's doing that in a way that just streamlines and simplifies the whole process. So that's the first product. And then the second product is something new that we just launched uh, about two months ago now called Untapped Intelligence. And this is about taking our models and using them within enterprises, uh, using them to solve some of the hardest problems that are, that are being faced by the top HR leadership at these companies. Questions like, are we hiring the right kind of people that will be happy in our company? Are we moving people around the organization in the way that best challenges people and stretches them and will help improve retention? Questions like that. 
So those are our two products and, and the two different audiences. Awesome. Where are these folks currently finding them or how are they you know, finding jobs and vice versa that there is just literally lack of getting that connection in the first place? Do you have more people just sitting out there unemployed with these talents? So so today there's, there is a ton of technology out there that's, that's trying to, to, to help get people jobs. Um, and it tends to be the sort of well-known job boards like an Indeed.com or a Monster.com. And, and there the struggle is that if you look for a job, uh, and I'm going to pick technology again, if you, if you search for something like Java Developer NYC, you get 4,000 hits that, that are in. And it's just, it's just overwhelming. And so people have to navigate through this data, and you're looking at pages and pages of listings. So the data is there. But, but it's overwhelming, and, and it's very hard to find the sort of the signal for the noise, as, as, a, uh, as an engineer would say. Uh, so what we're really bringing is this much pre- more precise mechanism for saying to someone, describe, come to our website, tell us about what you do, tell us what you're interested in, express it in natural language, just put a few paragraphs about your experience or, or upload your resume, and the platform will parse it, and then let the, the natural language engine Figure out what that means and how that positions you in terms of, of your career. So the, it's, not, it's not so much about the style of how someone's written their resume. It's not whether they've used the right verbs or something like that. It's, it's really about the, the understanding sort of where they are in their career and being able to, to line them up for the right next job that's going to challenge them in the right way and it's going to excite them. So are people able to, you know, put in certain criteria like I need to have X amount of salary. I, um, you know, how detailed can you get in terms of the the searching criteria, the matching criteria? Um, you know, just how fine tuned. Yeah, so it definitely starts with the obvious stuff, and and that's what we would call a hard filter. That yes, if you have salary requirements, if you if you need to be located within six miles of of where you live. Uh, if you if you really want to work with these particular types of skill set, you put that in, and you'll only see jobs that meet those criteria. So there's there's some basics that that we get out of the way first. But other than that, it's much more about looking at the language of what you put in there and understanding it and interpreting it and using that to come up with with better quality matches for what we, what you do. Um, so to make that concrete for you, uh, give you like an example, uh, you might say that your current job is something like you're an IT manager. And that's one of those, those expressions that's extremely ambiguous. IT manager can mean completely different things to different people. An IT manager can be someone that runs a big organization of, of people that focus on, on networks. It could be someone who just manages three software developers. It could be someone that's more of a leader or someone that's more technical. Uh, and to really understand the difference between those, is, it's quite a nuanced decision. And it's something which typically technology is quite bad at doing. It tends to just look for keywords. And when you type in IT manager, it matches you up for any other role that has the words IT manager in it. Now, what what our models are able to do is really read the, the, the content of the resume and understand the words in the context they use so that if you're an IT manager and you're running a group of, of 100 network people, you'll be matched up for roles that make sense to you at that point in your career. And that's, that's, that's the power of what we built. So 
what are you looking at in terms of, you know, cost of service? Is more expensive than a traditional recruiter, less expensive? I mean, does it generally balance out and pay off that it is that's so much more precise? It is, it's massively less expensive than using a traditional recruiter. Uh, uh, the the uh, obviously the, this is a, a highly automated system, um, and it it just works with these models, making the connections behind the scenes. So a company that uses us to to post roles is just paying a monthly subscription fee that's typically a few hundred dollars per posting, uh, depending on how many postings they're doing. Um, so it's it's a it's a very low rate compared to the recruiter fee that's typically a percentage of an annual salary. So it's extremely uh, cost efficient, but it's also efficient in terms of people's time. So one, one of the metrics that, that we use to, to figure out how well the, the, the AI is performing is we ask ourselves, of the people that we introduce to a manager, what percentage of them get invited to interview by that manager? That's a sort of a, a, a key metric that tells us how accurately we're matching. Uh, and when we first went live with our model, that number was about 20%. So about, about two in 10 of people we put forwards, a manager would invite to interview. And where we are right now, it's at about 40%. So about four in 10 uh, of people get invited to interview. And we think that's pretty cool. That's so, incredible. Uh, yeah, it, it's, really, it's really amazing. The, the industry norm for any across sort of job boards or across recruiters is about four to six percent. So, so around our average is about five percent, uh, which is obviously significantly lower. Uh, the average for, for a human recruiter depends, of course, on, on the person that, that you're working with, uh, and it often people talk about it being at about the 20 percent level. So, we're seeing spectacular results, uh, and, and it really comes down to the way that these uh, deep learning algorithms are so very effective at understanding kind of nuance behind language and able to make these kinds of matches at scale. Well, Ed, that is incredible. Um, what kind of things are you looking for as far as expansion, uh, you know, anything that's coming down the pike that you can actually share with us? Yeah, so the, this new product, Untapped Intelligent, just launched, is something that we're, we're really excited about. So it's about taking our models and using them inside companies, working with kind of top HR leadership, to figure out how can we help you address some of your problems. Uh, and we've got six clients so far, three are large enterprises, three are small businesses. And it's answering questions today like, as people hit your website, are you channeling the right person to, to the right recruiter? Can you make sure that, that if there's like a, a needle in the haystack, they're being brought to the surface so you don't miss anyone superb who didn't happen to have the right buzzwords, keywords in their resume, but in other ways, they, they are just, just really important for you to look at. So we're building those kinds of models, but increasingly, we're starting to work on models that do things like incorporate performance data so that we can build models uh, specifically for a company that understands what does it take to be successful at your business. And we're also building models that look at employee satisfaction data and can say, what does it take to be happy in your company? And, and what, what, what sorts of, uh, what, what roles should we offer different people to make sure that there's high job satisfaction as well? So the, really where we want to take this more and more is into the world of retention and understanding how we can help companies to retain the best talent, uh, identifying people who are high flight risk, being able to help with what they call internal mobility, which is moving people 
from from uh, from from one one job to another to give them new opportunities and stretch them, um, and identifying future leaders. And a lot of this comes back to that. The, the, the quote I gave you at the beginning, the, the, the 13% happiness, we think that if we can roll out these models, we can, we can really make it so that people are in the right roles, are happy in those roles, and that gives us an opportunity to really move the needle on that metric and, and, and scale it up. So how does one get started, either as a, a company or as an applicant or a potential employee? How do you get started with Untapped? So if you're an applicant, you just go to a website, untapped.com. It should all be very self-explanatory, uh, and uh, it's, it takes you through the process. It's really easy. It's designed right now for tech people. Even if you're not a tech person and you want to give it a try just to see what happens, you can go in there and, and try putting in some, some tech stuff and, and uh, uh, delete your account afterwards or, or, or whatever. But it gives you a sense of how it works and what it does. Um, and uh, uh, hopefully you'll, you'll, uh, you'll enjoy the experience. Uh, for managers, uh, there's the, also on our website, it tells you how to get in touch with us for companies, or you can just email me directly, uh, as, as can candidates. Uh, my email address is ed, ed, at untap.com. By all means, people can, can get in touch. We would, we would love to work with people and get them signed up. Excellent. Well, I really want to thank you for your time today, Ed. It's a great interview, and I think it will help a lot of people, um, as well as those who are seeking that you know, the perfect talent, so to speak. Uh, we look forward to seeing where you go with this, and we'll check in maybe in a, a few months and see what's new. Uh, Tracy, I'd love that. I do have one other thing to say, which is that yeah, we are sure. hiring, uh, always hiring things. We're, we're, we're looking to ramp up. So if people are interested in being part of this, being part of, of the movement of bringing artificial intelligence to, to talent, then also please send me an email at, at ed.untap.com, and, and we'd love to have a chat. And uh, thank you to, to everyone that listened all the way through to the end. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, feel free to reach out to me with any questions, and we can um, continue the conversation. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Thanks so much, Tracy. Thank you. Um, take care. You've been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.